0: Welcome to the Locked Blazers on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Seth Johnston. It's October 21st, 2017, and the Blazers just fell to the Milwaukee Bucks on the road, 110-113, to 113, uh, ending a three-game road trip. The Blazers finally get to go home to Portland uh, for their home season opener. After a three-game road trip, they'll finish 2-1. and one. Um, They beat the two bad teams. They played the... Phoenix Suns and the Myers, Miles Turner free uh, Indiana Pacers, uh, and they lost a really tough one at Milwaukee on a back to back. The Bucks were on a back to back themselves, but a home back to back, which is a little easier. And I mean, it's hard not to just gush about what Giannis did in this game. I mean, an incredible, an incredible game, an incredible play after incredible play, Hall of Fame level performance. By Giannis, Uh, he finished with a career-high 44 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. Uh, And that 44 points coming on 23 shots, (laughs) 17 for 23. Um, The one uh, blemish on his game was his free throws where he just shot 9 for 13. Including, so while this uh, performance for the ages is going on, the Blazers are hanging tough. Which is a great sign for how good the Blazers are, that they were hanging in there, Um, and Giannis missed a couple free throws down the stretch that left the door open for the Blazers. Um, But he, uh, you know, a great two-way player like he is, he made up for it on the defensive end. So, um, I mean, this is a this is a guy down in crunch time. We just watched him, you know, pressure two steals, one out of Dame, one out of CJ, and then when the Blazers still had a chance moments later he blocks uh, Nurkic at the rim. So t- talking about a guy that can steal the ball from guards, block centers at the rim, outrun everybody for dunks. There was a point in this in the second half where um, he hit a he hit a Dirk jumper, like a one-leg fadeaway Dirk-style jumper. I mean, it was just his night. Uh, incredible performance. Uh, you don't see You don't see that that often. That was uh, transcendent, as uh, sports writers like to say. Transcendent. Um, And it made me want to transmigrate into another life uh, where I um, was a Milwaukee Bucks fan and got to enjoy it every night. Uh, uh, Let's talk about the Blazers, though. Um, Tonight, you know, going into the game... I'd said on the last podcast, I thought this would be their first real test of their defense. We've been hearing a lot about the Blazers' improved defense. Um, I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that they are playing such poor offensive teams. And that's what it looked like tonight. I mean, the Blazers uh, couldn't really keep the Bucks from doing what they wanted. The Bucks shot 53% from the field, 39% from three. Uh, that's not going to get you very many wins home or away uh, this season. Uh, another thing we were looking at was uh, after the first two games was uh, Nurkic had been struggling. And you could tell the Blazers made a point early tonight to try to get him going. Uh, and he did struggle early. Uh, they they went to Nurkic, uh, you know, the first three or four possession. You know, he missed his first three shots, got his fourth one. And he kind of found his groove throughout the game. In the second half, he had a really nice stretch where he blocked a Giannis dunk Um, then they did that play where he comes out to the elbow catches the ball he hit Moharklis on a backdoor cut with a really nice pass then he hit a mid-range jumper so Nurkic got it going a little bit he finished with 17 points 11 rebounds three assists three blocks and only two turnovers which is great because he's been turning the ball over a lot in his first two games Um, and he finished seven for 17 so uh, but the second half Nurkic looks like he's finding his groove a little bit, which is great news for the Blazers long-term, obviously. Um, You know, the Blazers, another encouraging thing was they they hung around. This was a very close game uh, all the way through. Uh, Despite uh, Lillard having a weird game for him, he got in some foul trouble, some ticky-tack fouls early. He ended up with five fouls. So he was sitting out. He wasn't as involved uh, as he usually is. Uh, He ended up with only 14 field goal attempts. Uh, which is fewer than CJ and Nurkic took tonight. Um, so he finished six for fourteen, uh, with twenty six points because he got to the line so much, eleven for twelve from the line. Um, so it, it, it in the the final stat line for Lillard, very good, twenty six points, five rebounds, four assists, four steals. Um, but he was in and out uh, because of the foul trouble. So we didn't see him really, uh, you know, with his usual influence on the game. And the Blazers were able to hang in there with uh, with CJ. Uh, you know, carrying the offense for a while. Um, Mo Harkless had a had a solid game, uh, five for 10, 13 points. Um, Aminu shot just one for seven. Which you know, after his his last game, he had a he had a solid shooting night. The season opener against Phoenix, he had a that was also that was another five point game like tonight. And Aminu, I mean, if he can score consistently, that helps the Blazers out so much. That takes pressure off Nurkic. You know, if someone has to get out there. And stick to Aminu, um, and you didn't really get it going tonight. Um, the the connoissance, checking in on the connoissance. Uh, it, was a, it was a night off for the connoissance. You know, you can't have a connoissance every night. A Connoisseur, the Connoisseurs like us, like us, Locked On Blazers fans. Um, what should we should have a name for Locked On Blazers fans? Locked On Blazers, L O B, L O Beanie Babies. Elo Beanie Babies or lobsters. Do you like lobsters? Do you consider yourself more of a lobster or a Elo Beanie Baby? You can tweet at me at SethBall, twitter.com, slash S-E-T-H-B-A-W-L. It's a bad account name. I know. I'm stuck with it. You know, it's like they write those things in stone. You can't just change them whenever you want to something that's more accessible and easy to remember. Uh, That would be Ridiculous. Um, but so Connaughton, uh, he he still played nineteen minutes tonight. He's definitely still a part of the rotation, uh, but just one for four from the field, three points. Um, so you know it's a, it was a re- uh, we take a break from the connoissance tonight. Um, Evan Turner played solid off the bench again, eleven points, seven assists. Uh, he had a tough assignment. Yeah, you know, he played thirty three minutes um, tonight, uh, and a lot of those he had to guard Giannis, who was having his his uh, performance of a lifetime here uh, so tough night the Blazers didn't really double team Giannis that much or I, I can't recall of a time when they they would certainly try to help once he got to the rim but with Giannis if he's at the rim uh, if he's at the rim it's too late basically and it, even if he's not at the rim it's too late so uh, the Blazers uh, stuck stuck with single coverage and uh, Giannis uh, had 44 points And shot 17 for 23. He probably uh, is a level of player that you can't just live with him scoring. You can't just live with the damage he's going to do. Probably need to reconsider that strategy. Um... Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details. You know, I, I was curious. I looked it up, and Giannis, he had seven votes for MVP last season. They, they get to vote. You get to rank your MVP candidates one through five. And Giannis got seven votes for fifth place. Um, and this year, I mean, he's looking like uh, a, a top candidate. I mean, the, the Bucks are only three games into the season as well. But Giannis, is, he scored over 30 in all three of those games. He's going to have a monster season. Uh, I don't know, you know for an MVP, a lot of things have to fall into place, not just an in individual performance, but the team has to do well enough. There has to be a story that the media likes to get behind for a player. Uh, so I thought going into the season that LeBron would have the inside track for an MVP because, um, you know, he's a good story this year. He's going to have a really good year, uh, probably, if it's anything like last year. Uh, the Cavs are going to win a ton of games again. Um, but, hey, the young upstart Giannis is going to is going to give it a go, I think. And he's he's 23 years old. It's absolutely incredible. Um, I fear the deer. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I, I fear the deer. I'm going to be fearing the deer for, like, the next decade or so, uh, if tonight was any indication. Um, let's see. Uh, let's. You know, I've been neglecting to mention Ed Davis coming off the bench uh, this season. He's looked really good. He's really active, healthy. Uh, he plays key, key minutes, uh, those those rebounds and blocks. Tonight he had uh, six points. He only took one shot from the field, so it was four for four from the free throw line. So six points, 11 rebounds, two blocks in 16 minutes. Um, that's great for the Blazers uh, to have someone who can come off the bench and rebound and protect the rim. Uh, that's going to be key, key for them. Um At one point, I checked in on the on the Bucks uh, broadcast just for variety, uh, and and their color commentator, I believe it's uh, Marcus Johnson, the former Bucks player. um, He was talking about he was reminiscing about uh, an early opportunity he had to invest in Wendy's, the the famous hamburger. What do they do? What's their do they still have that slogan? Famous hamburgers, something like that. Um, but he turned it down because he didn't think anybody would want to eat a square hamburger. <laughs> and he said it just makes him sick to this day. I don't know how long ago it was, and I don't know what his, uh, oper- how big the investment opportunity was. Uh, was he going to, did he have a chance to get on the ground floor with Wendy and Dave? And he didn't. Um, and he's not wrong. You know, the square hamburger is weird, but the, like, Here's my square hamburger take. Nobody is going to Wendy's. Nobody is going anywhere because the hamburger is square. Uh, but people will not not go there because it's square, but they're not going there because it's square. You get no advantage off the square. I remember in high school, I got in a very heated argument with somebody over this because they, their position was that the square hamburger gives you more meat. I've been having this argument for probably 20 years. Uh, my life is not going the way I thought it would. To be honest with you, but their 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 assertion was the square hamburger gives you more meat. M- my position was I don't really care what the shape of the hamburger is. In. It could be a pentagon, it could be a trapezoid, a rhombus, a pyramid, a cube. We could go 3D. I don't, you know, we could get weird. A tetrahedron, a tetra tetrahedron, tetra tetrahydron, tetrahedron. That's the best I can get. Um it doesn't matter the shape doesn't matter that much to me as long as it's you know cooked and I can just eat it and uh you know it's delicious I'm a more of a taste guy and <laughs> but if that's true I don't know if it's ever been studied uh that the square patty gives you more meat I kind of doubt it I think it's just the same meat compressed into a different shape they can't be giving away more meat that's just bad corporate business you know they're efficient these burger corporations. Um, What do you order at Wendy's? Um, I like to go with a spicy chicken, a uh, JBCB, junior bacon cheeseburger, which is a, um, you can order it, you can order it as a JBCB. You can say those initials and they know what you mean. I used to think that it was only, um, I, I have a friend who calls them JBCBs he says, you want to go get some JBCBs? And as a joke, one time I, I asked for a JBCB at the drive-thru, and they knew exactly what I was talking about. Uh, and ever since then, that's the only way I order. So uh, I'm a real annoying person, as you can probably tell. Um, also, uh, Lobster or L.O. Beanie Baby, Sunny, from Canada, sent in a Wendy's take that... Uh, he thinks the windy spicy chicken sandwich is better than Chick Fil A, um, but he says he gets a lot of anger when he brings that up. Um, and you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to weigh in on this particular issue, but I think it's possible, Sonny, that your fast food takes are too woke for the times that we're living in. You know, maybe one day people will come around to the way you see things, but. There is a such thing as too woke, you know. Ask Kyrie Irving. <laughs> uh, so, you know, stay strong, Sonny, and you know, believe what you believe. Uh, the Blazers bench—they uh, didn't really do a whole. You know, Evan Turner had a had a had himself a, a good night, and Ed Davis, but uh, uh, I guess Conantton the Connaissance, was a night off, and Shabazz played his six minutes. Um, we didn't see any Caleb Swan again tonight. We didn't see uh, Zach Collins. So rookie watch very easy. Uh, there was no watching. Uh, Jake Lehman didn't play. Nobody else played. Wade Baldwin, uh, new to the team, didn't play. Um, and you know this. Uh, the defense was, I think, a little wake up call that maybe we were kind of fooling our. Not we, because I wasn't, uh, <laughs> but you know. Blazers, I guess the the Blazers media uh, arm, the the various outlets that are owned by Paul Allen, uh, you know, triumphing the Blazers' improved defense, and the the Bucks are a big test for them. You know, it's not like it's disastrous. It could, their defense could still have improved this season because they did hang in there on the road on back to back. But the Bucks have these big, they have big players at most of their positions and their guards are very, their guards are big skilled athletic players. And when you have a backcourt, you know, a a six, three backcourt, I think there's just physical limitations that come into play. Uh, You know, when you're playing someone like Chris Middleton, Tony Snell, uh, Brogdon, you know, the rookie of the year from last year, uh, those are like, those are big guards. And it's, it's hard for small guards to hang with them, no matter how hard they try. Um, and I think that's it for tonight. Um, thanks for listening. Let me know if you prefer that I call you a lobster or a L.O. Beanie Baby. I like lobster. I think I'm sticking with lobsters. So uh, thanks, lobsters. I'll see you later. Seth Johnston out. Have a great weekend.